Welcome to the Kick-Ass Life Podcast. My name is Elle Russ. Join me and my co-host, Tara Garrison, every week as we tackle topics related to mindset and empowerment so you can create a happier, more abundant, and fun kick-ass life. Video episodes are available on youtube.com forward slash kick-ass life podcast. To learn more about us, visit our websites, coachterragarrison.com and lruss.com. Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of my favorite new companies and that is Rep Provisions. So I met these guys at Paleo FX last year where they were just blowing everyone away with their beef sticks and pecan nut butter combo packs that are outrageously delicious. But as I talked to them, I was even more blown away because I found out what they were about. They are a regenerative agriculture company committed to the future of the planet by the proper management of cattle. So they are regenerating America's grasslands with the management of their cattle. Look into it. It's amazing. Um, they have everything from, of course, high quality grass fed, grass finished beef to Mongolisa pork, which is like the wagyu of pork, to bone broth, to bone broth popsicles, pecan nut butters, like I said, and so many amazing things. Um, go support them and support the future of our planet. And they're giving you 15% off for being a Kick Ass Life podcast listener. So use coupon code Kick Ass Life and get 15% off at repprovisions.com. Hey everyone, we're going to take a minute here at the top of the show to chat with you about some of our sponsors who are offering incredible discounts for you and your family. We also only align ourselves with companies that we know are providing safe and healthy products and also products that we actually consume on a regular, if not sometimes daily basis. And one of those companies is Primal Kitchen. Primal Kitchen products are incredible because they are dairy-free, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free with no refined sugar. And they are delicious. So visit PrimalKitchen.com to check out the vast array of products available available and use code KICKASSLIFE for 10% off. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Kickass Life podcast. We're going to talk about social media today in the sense of can you improve your relationship with it and what is your relationship with it? Mm-hmm. Because Tara and I could probably rant this entire podcast talking <laughs> about all of the shit that we've seen people say or do about social media. And we understand that this is such a, it's an important thing in the world because we know that like, even if you, even if you don't want to be on social media, you're going to go get a job somewhere and they're going to be skeptical as to why you're not at least on LinkedIn. So we know that everyone has like a little bit of pressure to like be on one platform or something. Mm -hmm. Your engagement in it is up to you and how you perceive those engagements is also up to you. So let's start off with Tara, you had, I was like, Hey, you know, let's talk about some topics for the podcast. And you mentioned something that really (laughs) hit me because you were like, what are all these people who are like announcing? They're like, I've got to take a break from social media, you know, and then they're back on like two weeks or whatever. I forget what it was. was, I said, I wanted to comment. I wanted to comment. I better not see you back on here. That's right. (laughs) Better fucking honor your damn declaration and never come back on here. Um, But it is interesting, this need to either declare that or this interest that you have so many issues with it, it becomes too much for you that you have to go announce a break to everyone. Okay. I did make fun of it a little bit there. I am a little bit because I would say, do you need to do that at all? Or when you're taking a break, why not just make it about like, Hey guys, I'm going to go off and do my thing, focus on some other stuff. I'll be back in three months. The, the, the take a break poster always like I'm taking a break. Is this toxic? It's always the stuff that you never me, had to play into anyway. You never had to go there. You did, you did it to yourself and now you keep breaking up with it. To me being real, it's a reflection of a lack of self-trust. 
So it's just yeah, like with food. It's just like with food. It's like the no sugar challenge or the whatever challenge. I don't trust myself. So I'm going to completely abstain from this thing because I have no freaking boundaries or no, I, I don't trust myself to be able to do things in moderation. So I'm going to have to abstain all the way. And then what happens? I'm going to freaking binge because I have no self-control because I haven't learned any skills on how to manage something in a healthy way. That's how I see it. So social media, yes, we've all seen the social dilemma. We understand it's designed to keep you addicted. Of course it is. So is, so, so are advertisements sales are designed to manipulate you. Are you just like, so now you can never see another advertisement in your life because you're so easily persuaded that you have no control over it. And as soon as you see an ad, you have to buy buy everything on TV. (laughs) This is how social media is to me. It's like, you have to learn your freaking boundaries. You have to learn. We have to learn how to navigate social media. It's going to be a part of our lives. It's going to be a part of our children's lives. So if we want to be able to educate them on how to approach it in a healthy way, we have to do that first. And I just think personally, like being like, I just, I, I mean, granted, if you don't want to be on social media, don't more, more power to you. Like that, that's, that's great. But most of us, I'd say like 90 something percent of us, it's like you said, for some sort of purpose in our life, we're going to need to be on social media. And actually I love social media. I think social media is awesome. I think it's cool that I have a client in, um, uh, from Egypt and uh, people from Australia and England and Canada. Like that is so cool. How do I do on social media? You found me on social media and I can talk to them right after this, you know, recording, just like I would talk to my next door neighbor on the phone. Like all of that happened through social media. I learned how to get fit through social media. I learned tons of stuff for free through social media. I learned a lot about personal development on YouTube from Wayne Dyer and uh, Jim Rohn and Tony Robbins and MI Let for free on social media. Thanks guys. That was awesome and life-changing. Yeah. Appreciate it, you know? And yeah. so there's this, um, there's, I, I would say social media in and of itself is not good or bad. It's simply a tool that can be used and it is up to you how you use it. It's just like a, a, a knife, you know, it could be used to kill someone or to cut yourself a nice mango. Right. So it is a tool, how you use it is up to you. And frankly, I'm tired of the lack of personal accountability on this. I'm tired of the finger pointing and the blame of social media is bad. Social media is this, I hate social media. And it's like, dude, if you're in that energy, that is on you because I'm telling you, I have boundaries with social media. I get a lot of good out of my life from it. I surround myself with people who bring me up. Like for me, it's been a very positive addition to my life. And maybe I would say one of the key reasons for that is because I use it strategically. I am not just scrolling. I can't stand. It's, it's like listening to the radio in the car. I don't like the radio. The radio pisses me off. I'm like, I did not tell you that you could play an advertisement for big O tires. Like, I don't want to hear that right now, you know? Um, so I use it strategically. I search and find for the things that I would like to partake of. And I am grateful that they are there. And then I'm done. Like you use L like we both follow doggy accounts and I use that strategically. And I am so grateful that people are willing to I share so cute little willing people are going to pimp their animals out every day and take cute <laughs> yeah. photos of them and shit it makes my change it makes my life um i also right. love it for the fact that i can see my friends kids and things like that they live far yeah. and watch people grow up i you know they like you don't get to see them in real life um but i will say this <clears throat> i was actually anti-social media i didn't have social media until i became an author in 2016 and i was forced to do it okay wow. like, it's not a decision i was literally not on any of it 
In fact, I had a Facebook account, never posted on it for years, missed every barbecue until one day I was like, you never come to our barbecues. I'm like, what the fuck? Because people were using all the invites on Facebook. I was like the, the grandma that literally had not fucking come to the party yet. That I was like the last person until Primal Blueprint Publishing <laughs> went to my first book. They were like, yeah, you're, you know, you're probably going to need us if you want to be an off. And then it was weird because then I had to go, ah, something I want to do is so public yet I'm so private and I don't like taking photos of myself, despite the fact that I do. And there's certain things I had to get used to that I was uncomfortable mm. with, but I also realized that those were strategies and the means to an end. And that these are things people want to see. And also this is just a part of, again, spreading the information that I'm trying to do that helps people. Right. So of course, and yes, like you, it's been absolutely incredible. So I changed my mind on it. That being said, here's what really, here's where the boundaries need to get drawn in. If you keep looking at shit that obsess you, that's yeah. on you, man. That's on you. you keep feeling jealous of Sarah because Sarah's account, she's always in Hawaii. I'll fuck her. Right. She's in a bikini. You are the asshole that keeps going to Sarah's account. Blocker, neuter, don't look at it. Where right. is your self-control? This goes like you said right. to boundaries. And it's boundaries, it's self-control. I actually have really good self-control with not feeding into things I know might piss me off. I, I right. just, I do because I've learned my lessons too many times. So, uh, I have learned, like, I will not go look, you know, you have a curious, you're like, I wonder what that fucking wacko say. And then you go, no, don't care out of my mind. Not even yep. going to give that person the time of day or my wherewithal, but I have more, I, I'm the kind of person where you could, um, Literally, someone, uh, it happened before. My brother called me years ago and was like, oh my gosh, one of our relatives wrote us this really nasty letter, sent it to both of us. It's so horrible. Please don't read it. And I said, thank you so much for warning me. Yeah. I won't. Yeah. I went on there, closed my eyes so I couldn't even see the subject line, deleted it. Most people can't do that. Totally. They are too curious. What are you curious about? You just heard it was horrible. So now are you going to go in there and intentionally horrify yours? Like my brother was really pretty clear. I listened. You know what? Guess what happened that day? Nothing. Because I didn't let any assholes affect me because I didn't read the letter. And by the way, you don't even have any power now because you sent this shit to me. Didn't even get read, bitch. Not even going to. That's the way to go with stuff like that. You have to look at other people's like this too. If you're having that reaction, I don't get jealous. When I see, when I see you in Tulum and shit like that, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I get so inspired. I love places like that. I'm just like happy for everybody. But if you're not that person, A, you got problems with jealousy and stuff. You need to read my book, Confident as Fuck, or look at the episodes we've had on jealousy and you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, And if you are that person and you're not over it yet, stop it. You have to cut yourself off. Um, That's right. So it's weird that people are claiming to be a victim of something they're participating in. Yeah, exactly. Well said. And I agree a hundred percent. Like the, the block feature exists, everybody. So great. The block feature is amazing. I love the block feature. I, I will be honest, like pretty much if I get a, if I get a direct message from a guy and all it says is, Hey, block. I pretty much just block them. <laughs> I just know what they, they don't want anything. They want to chat with me. I don't have time. I don't care. I don't, that's not why I'm on social media. Like go find me in real life. I'm just like done. I don't want to like pretend date you and have a fantasy minute over a couple DMS it, to like, make I don't have time. 
I go on time and it's such a relief, you know, like you don't have to, I don't want to be like, hi, how's it going? No, I, I just don't want to, and I'm not gonna, I also don't have to respond like anything. Yeah. I might delete that the first time if there's two of them and I see that I ignored them the first time and then they did it again. Second one's a block. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or so for me being social media, like influencer coach, or that's what I call it. I'm like, I'm kind of like somewhere in between like an influencer coach. I guess that's kind of how it is for most of us on social now that use it for our, for teaching for our business. But like, um, I have found it's a really big personal development journey. Okay. It's like one of the greatest personal development journeys of all time. I, I really feel that way because you have to be so vulnerable. Like, so I started doing, my first fitness account, like probably back in like 2015, I think. And man, like when you have four followers, they feel like 4 million. It is, so, it is scarier to put yourself out there, honestly, in front of like 75 people that, you know, well, personally, and you're like, quote unquote, trying to be a fitness influencer. Yeah, that, I'm glad you mentioned that. that's an awkward start in social media. Cause you're only going to have a few people, you know, at first. it's weird. <laughs> It's so awkward. You're like trying so hard to not make it awkward. And you're so hard on yourself. Like every video you're like, Oh, I don't like how my face looked right there. Like, Oh, you're so, I was so hard on my hard on myself at first. If I mess up on my words, I was like face palming and sweating bullets, you know, and there, all of that is kind of, it's, it's honestly, I think it's a healthy process for anybody to go through because you kind of have to learn how to get over yourself and to stand in your confidence, despite not being perfect or not everybody liking it, or, you know, like some of my Posts, like people love them. And some of them like, it's like crickets, you know, I'm like, Oh, okay, well, whatever, you know, but and you're going to get, and you're going to get occasionally <laughs> like DMS or, or comments or things that you don't like. And <clears throat> I choose to not have that non-versation that I talk about. I just uh, usually don't respond. Yeah. Yeah. And what I want to say is I'm like, not, I'm not going to get into it with you. I'm not going to, you, you know, if you're already, it's like already some crazy shit or it's, or it's antagonistic. I'm not, I'm not going to engage. And that's the mistake a lot of people do is that they engage. Um, And I, you know, I noticed on one of your posts too, and here's the thing, there's nothing wrong with like calling out someone's contradiction on something. I'm sure you and I are both like ready to go. Oh, you know what? Okay. I'll buy that. I was wrong on that or my bad. I'll take it back. You know, I don't think you and I are rigid people like that, but I would just say, where are you at? If you're scrolling on social media, going through people's accounts and someone doesn't say something you like that, you're going to take the time out of your day. Yeah. To contradict or point it out. Up, oh, see ya. Now, again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying you got to look at your shit if that's what you're doing all day long, because you're just an antagonistic shit starter poker. You're also bringing negativity into the space where it doesn't need to be. Right, so right. I think a lot of times people make really useless fucking comments that are yeah. trying to point out things like this. And again, it's like, I love, I posted it was uh, like, what was it? Um, Brian Reagan's last standup. He's like, Oh, I saw something really weird on social media. I saw a really politically charged post. And then the comment said, Wow, that's really interesting. You just changed my mind. Oh, never had because it never happens. That's a unicorn right. that right. never happens. Now, if you are in that business and you're a political person you want to do or, or you're in tech, but all you're doing is antagonizing, trying to poke holes in people's stuff. What are you doing with your life that that's yeah. all you're doing? Because I could do it all day long. You and I see things, tons of things that we don't agree with that are wrong right. on social media, whether it be health or otherwise. Yeah, it goes back to out of my fucking day to sit there and go, actually, uh, that one point you could, because by the time you're done now, hours have gone by. What are you doing with your fucking life? Like, so, so think about like, be careful on the send that way too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Sometimes it you might have to type it out and delete it. I've done that where I'm like, I'm charged yeah, up. All right. Then I just go, yeah, I'm not sending, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It goes back to self-control again. You know, like there's lots of people that I follow and every once in a while they post things that I completely disagree with. Yeah. I still like them as people. I, mean, I, yeah. I just take it as a, Oh, okay. Noted. That's where they stand on that. Okay. That's different than me. Like moving on. You know what I mean? Sometimes haven't, it's, but I haven't seen you go on there and write a comment and go, Oh, no. well, this is, why? Like, what's the point? Like just to like make them feel uncomfortable and like insecure, you know, it's, it's, it's actually like, it's, it's very jabby. And yeah, I mean, we get in a fight. You're breeding a fight. You're just sparking. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's honestly, I see it as insecurity. It's like a need to be seen or heard, you know? Um, so it's kind of like I'm here and my voice needs to be heard too, you know? And so, um, it goes back to like kind of what I was talking about with the block feature and stuff like that. And I was sharing my experience of being on social because I, I, even if you are just, you don't have a social media influencing account, you just have an Instagram or Facebook or whatever. If you're like, you feel like you can't even share yourself because you're worried about what Karen from, you know, eighth grade who follows you and you know how she is and how judgy she is on you, but she follows you. And you're like worried about her seeing your stuff to the point that you don't even share it. Block her ass, block her. She doesn't, that's not your friend. Like anybody like that, like there are people in my life and it's true. I've had people who were quote unquote friends who came after me on social and comments and like jabbed me and tore me down. They got blocked because guess what? They're not my friends. And I don't want to be in the energy of worrying about what that chick is thinking every single time I post something that might somehow be related to her arena. I don't want to worry about that. I don't want that energy. So it's kind of like your email that you deleted. It's like, it's okay to create boundaries, you know, and that, that goes for the people that you're following, right? Are you fall? Why you can't stop following? I know, I know fully that there are people who follow me from like my old life that follow me just to like gossip about me. I know that. Oh, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) And, and, And you know what? I bet at this point you don't give two shits about it. I don't. And it's like, it's up to you guys. Like, I, I'm just like living my life and being happy. And if you guys are getting, you're like all, you know, upset about whatever freaking thing. And you're, I'm just like, become like a, a judgment fire fuel for you to just be, have something to go. Like, that's I would actually you. say that's going to be really positive towards your success because it's almost like you've got a group of sort of naysayers against your life, even though they're not actively doing it. And the more people are like that against me, I feel like the more successful I am. <laughs> And it's not to say that I'm, I'm trying to attract haters. I'm just saying like, when you got that, I'm like, oh no, actually I feel like that's good. Cause they lose, you always win <laughs> the vibrationally. It just, it just yeah. goes that way. Well, and also just- too, like, what is it? Um, if you have to abstain, like you, because this is upsetting you because social media upsets you, maybe you do need to completely get off of it entirely. I mean, you need to, to, to take a permanent break. If this is something, you know, like you need to talk to someone about it because it's almost like any other addiction. It's like any other addiction where it's become where you it's, it's affecting your life in negative ways. And if that's you, then like, you really need to get some help on that from somebody because, um, again, I know it's any kind of addiction. It could be a, a video game addiction. It could be anything that's like taking over your life or 
helping or making you not functional or bringing you down in a way that's affecting your soul. Like, don't do that. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, maybe like a fast or something, but I yeah. do think that I think it's useful to use these triggers as teachers. Work through them. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are your triggers on social? Do you constantly compare yourself to other people's bodies, to their success? Like, what is it that triggers you? What is it? You know, like, is it the way somebody comes across? Are they looking too sexy or do you think they're lying? Like, what is the freaking trigger? Use that as a tool. Yeah. Like what's going on? Why is that triggering you? You know? And if it really is just to the point where you're like, really, truly you've done your work on it. And you're like, I just don't care for that kind of flavor in life. I just don't really want that kind of energy in my life. Then and separate yourself from that energy, yeah, and I you know, know but you have triggers. no social media and they don't care and they're living their lives and they just don't care. Yeah. 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 Right. Nothing wrong with that. So yeah, I will, like I will kids- say I, I am, I'm a, you know, it's funny. Cause I know you and I rant sometimes. Well, you know, we'll go on some rants occasionally on social media. If you're coming out, you'll do a story. You'll be like, you know, I just come out here and say, this is bothers me. Love all that stuff. But also too, I just try to stay away from people that go always fucking like the people that are always like, that's their deal is like, that's always what they're going to do. Right. And again, I've had to mute or block those people because it'll just even come up and just seeing a minute of it, you know, jolts you in a way that sets you off and I'm like, uh, so again, that's again, where the mute, the block, the unfollow, all of that stuff comes in. Um, I had to do that so much this year. I'm sure everybody did on all sides mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, of all of the stuff mm-hmm. that divided us in every way. And we saw stuff we didn't like we wanted to be exposed to. So you blocked or restricted or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just, it's up to you. You know, if something's upsetting you, like, again, it, it all boils down to personal accountability here. Like just create boundaries, you know, like don't sit there and bitch and moan and complain about if, if you're constantly gossiping about somebody or something like I've had account. I, I admit I have had some accounts like that where I'm like, Oh, that just every single time this just freaking triggers me. Like I, I can't like, goodbye. Like, I don't, I just don't participate anymore, you know? And I know I'm not going to trigger myself anymore. How about I just decide to do that? You know? Yeah. And sometimes people will message me and they're like, I don't agree with you on this stance. I'm super disappointed to see that you think this way, you know, I'll get those every once in a blue moon. And, and I'm just like, okay, like you don't have to follow me. Like, and you don't have to agree with me either. Like, but like, yeah, if, if I bother you, like, then I'm sorry, go, go ahead. You know, like I'm not forcing you to be here, you know? Um, so, um, Another thing is kids. I wanted to hit on that real quick. So, um, so right now my kids are finishing up a month, my older two kids, um, uh, 15, my daughter's 15, my son is 13. Um, they're finishing up a 30 day social or phone fast. They haven't even had their phone at all. Nothing like zero contact. Yeah. It was their choice. They decided to do it. Um, I think deep down, honestly, kids know that, it's, it's really interesting. I, I, I see that kid, it's like, they know how it's affecting them mentally. They can sense it. They can feel the difference. Um, and it was, it was almost like they were like begging me to please like execute them off. on this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they, I have, and man, it's just been, I would say that the biggest feedback I have, this is not the first time my daughter's done it. She's done it before. It's just, she genuinely seems more like herself. Like she just seems more happy. Their relationship has been improved because they're talking more, right? Like it's forced them to be in reality more and their grades have gone up tremendously. Like all of the stuff that they were there, they do pretty good anyway, but they were behind on a lot of assignments. Cause it's just been like crazy with COVID because they just will like go from like being in school to somebody got exposed. And now you're a week home and they're right, it's all re- remote up. learning. And then, you know, on, off, on, off. 
but they got, you know, my daughter had this like one paper that was just weighing over her. It was like a Romeo and Juliet paper. She just was weighing on her. Soon as the phone went away, guess what got completed? <laughs> Finally, she somehow found the time to complete her, her paper that she didn't want to do. Um, so um, that to me has been a, a cool lesson to observe of what can happen to you when we, uh, as adults create yeah. more time away from the phone. It's like, all of a sudden you have all this time. You know, I had this one time where I didn't and have also any... clear thoughts, like thoughts are, cause when right. you're on social media and you're constantly scrolling, you're really in everyone else's life. You're getting stressful, from lots of information right. about everyone else's life, positive or not, doesn't matter. Right. And it, again, it's just a distraction from your own. Um, and it's stressing it's outside of yourself a little bit too longer than you might need to be. Yeah. And I'm guilty of it too. I know all of us are like, yeah. I'll be like switching between tasks and I'm like, all of a sudden I'm just like, how did I, how did I get here? Why, how did I get here on my phone? Like what, wait, what, you know? And so watching that, like, I've really been pushing myself a lot. I do this. Um, I, I have definitely developed a better gym habit. I, I got into a bad run for a minute where I was checking my phone between like every set. You want to kill your workout, yeah, do that and be in the gym for way too long. Oh man, that's a bad habit. So I got out of that. Wow. Like my workouts went exponential, but also like it's this, it, it creates so much peace right? It's like you get those moments of meditation that this thing can, can take away. So yeah, we do have to like create some boundaries again on like how often we're picking it up. I know for me, like some of my set boundaries are the first hour of waking up. I'm never on the phone, like, cause I'm doing my morning routine and all that stuff. And then as soon as I start heading out to the gym, that's when I get on it for the first time. Ooh, that is like the best part of my day for sure. My meditation, my morning routine, like doing my little power hour. Like it is like, it's like sacred to me and we can have more of those if we stay off of this thing more. Right. Cause you just, you're grounded. And so, yeah, I do push myself to be more of a, a contributor and less of a consumer of social media, you know? So I get my posts and unless you're at the top of the first couple, when I'm posting something, I'm not going to see, I don't, I, I, I um, very rarely scroll social media. I just, I don't have time. <laughs> I just don't have time. No, you know, I asked you if uh, today I had an epiphany and decided I don't want to be an author, a coach. I want to go uh, swim with dolphins and whatever. Okay. Uh -huh. I would literally would never have. So I would go back to not having social media again. Like so nice. <laughs> if, if, if I weren't doing what I'm doing, right. I wouldn't. Um, right. uh, Cause to be honest with you, I actually love it. <laughs> I yeah. love, I love, I love it. Um, but again, I also do love connecting with people. Right. I love that I'm able to help people that overrides what I just told you. Yeah. You know, that, that right. overrides it now. Um, it's boundary. I think know, this by the way, let's speak about this real quick. Cause I, I don't know if you're going to interview her at some point, but I just did. And it's already out guys look up the primal blueprint podcast. I did with Terry Cole about her book boundary boss, because oh, one yeah. of the other things too, is that Coming. you don't need to answer freaking questions. I think you're going to interview her too, but they're probably yes. watch them all because this chick is amazing, but you also don't need to answer questions. So if someone's on DMing you or whatever, you don't need to respond and you don't need to answer. Even if it's look, it could be a personal question. It could be, so, uh, someone asked me that I didn't mind the question and I answered it, but someone asked me the other day, they're like, Hey, do you mind me asking like, if you're going to get the vaccine or not or whatever, you know, cause I'm sure they were like, whatever, I, it's fine. I have no shame in saying that I did or that I, I I'm, I'm, I'm first one or two shots. But I get it. She was like being delicate there. And I was like, sure, I already posted about it. I have no shame about it. Um, but sometimes people ask you like a seriously personal question or something. You don't need to defend. You don't need to justify. And you do not need to say a fucking word. You delete it. You get out. You exit. Right. Yeah. I think 
again, it comes in the, like, you're about to respond because it hit your ego the wrong way, because how dare you, or you're fucking this, you're never going to prove your point. These people have antagonized you. If you don't like the vibe of someone who came in your DMs, the best way to give them the fuck you is to not respond period. (laughs) End of story. This goes for most things in life. Like if someone is very, you don't respond, you block them from their phone. You don't allow, you don't even allow your sphere to come in contact with that energy. Yep. Yep. And and I wish, and I think everyone needs to make more of those decisions moving forward Mm -hmm. in social media, because I just see people are too bummed out by it. You should just get to the, you should not be getting to the point where you're like, Oh, I just can't take it anymore. I have to like, I yeah. just have to run away. It's become too toxic. It's like, right. who did that to you? Who did, did Instagram do that to you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to call Instagram's me. <laughs> you know, like, what? it's kind of like, like with parenting. Um, I got this tip from, um, Hazel Ortega. She's coming on my podcast soon. She's really cool, but she, I, she's like this, like Latina boss oh, yeah, babe that like built her, her empire from the from ground zero. Like she's like amazing. Her story is so cool. And she's like, she's just very confident. She is confident as fuck out (laughs) big time. And she was telling me like one of her parenting, I'm in a mastermind with her. And she was telling me one of her parenting tips that I I, like, love it really stuck with me. She's like, the first time your kids ask you why you tell them why you said no. The second time you don't say anything. The third time you don't say anything. The fourth time you don't say anything. And it's like, that's like, and she's like, they know, they know that you already told them. And so it's like kind of commanding respect. Um, and it's the same way. Like, it's like when, when you don't answer, like it's that's your answer. loud. It's loud. It's real loud. <laughs> it can be more loud than your little bullshit explanation, <laughs> you know? So yes, you don't have also, to. The moment you start to explain or engage, you are asking for a back. How exactly. long are you going to go down this train? Right. People you can either have... stop it now or. <laughs> yeah. People don't have rights to your energy. Yes. Right? They don't have, they don't, they're not entitled to that. You know, you can, and it's up to you if you're going to give that. It's kind of, it's like going back to complaining when like, you know, let's say you have a family member that's constantly asking you for stuff and you're constantly doing it, but you don't want to, that's your fault. And right. then you're complaining. Like they always ask me to help them say no, <laughs> you know? So it goes back into kind of this like victimy mindset of like, I have to, blah, it's my, f- I, I, you know, I keep, like you were saying, I keep following so-and-so, even though she triggers the crap out of me, can that's on you, like control your energy, control your arena, control your space. That's why I think you and I both love to get out in nature and walk. Gosh, can you imagine the energy if instead of doing that, we just sat there and followed a bunch of people that triggered us on social media instead of the hour or two that we spent outside in nature? That I mean, we be I a disaster. <laughs> I feel like I'd be a completely different person, right? So yeah, and if you're out there and we're talking about we are getting triggered by this stuff, then maybe some tips are start with today. You go through who do I really, who's in my VI, who do I really care about following? Who do I need to mute so I don't see them right. come up, but they don't know right. I unfollowed right. them if there's something mm-hmm. sensitive there. And the other thing is whose accounts am I following that are triggering negativity? Am I following this specific account of a guy that rants and is negative all the time or whatever mm-hmm. it is? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you go now and switch it. Go, are there positive things? Are there some accounts that I can add so that when they come up, it's popping up yeah. good vibes? Love that. You know, like Love some that. dogs, babies, whatever, positive thinkers. Some of the authors uh, that we've mentioned over the course of time, or again, kickasslifepodcast.com, look at the reading list. And some of those authors are still alive. Some aren't, and you can go find their pages. They're going to, no doubt, any of those people are posting positive shit almost every day, you know, about things like the Joe Dispenses of the world. It's always going to be a positive something tip to help you with your life. Uh, And maybe you just need to really make that change now. So you are actually filtering what's 
in your subconscious. Yeah. I love that tip so much. Cause there was a while, um, when I was kind of a newbie trainer, I really had found myself in this world of, <sighs> I don't know how else to say it, but it was like dick measuring contests, health professionals. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say it. It's just the like, oh, best right way right. to put it. And everybody was like, right. Everybody, it was like all ego. Um, everyone's like attacking other coaches. If they say one little thing wrong, it's like, no, that's not how it works. It's like this. And it was just like this toxic environment. And I, I, I almost quit. I almost quit. I was like, I can't, I didn't think this is what this was. I just wanted to help people be happy and healthy. And like, this is horrible. Like, um, but because I associated myself with those people, it also, it, it came out in me. So like every time I would post something, I like, it was like, I was talking to them and I'm trying to defend myself and it's like, you know what I mean? It was just this like horrible. Yeah. And I kept attracting it. Like then it, my worst fears would come true. And like, it would be like, no, that's not how you do an upright row. You're going to impinge the shoulder and hurt people. You <laughs> idiot. You know? And I'm like, like all this stress. I detached myself from those people completely. And I started to do what you said and started to fill in with like positive coaches and, and people who are like loving and kind and like would never do that to people and just want to help. And they don't have to be perfect and they're just doing their best. And guess what? I stopped getting all that negative feedback. So like choose, choose consciously, like what kind of tribe you're building on social media, because it's going to affect your vibe too. It's going to affect how you show up. It's all, it's like programming your brain. Like, and the biggest tip I have is what are the fruits of that person's labors? Like what, look at them as a person, like there is a value in that. It's like, do they have what I want? Are they happy? Are they loving? Are they, you know, like I use like, uh, Mark Sisson as a great example of this, right? Like he's vibrant and happy and confident and like, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, I want to hear what he has to say, but some like kind of toxic, unhappy, angry, like, do you really want to pull in that energy? You know, like, look at what kind of person they are. If they're a happy, loving, kind person, like, oh man, there's millions of them. There's so many, there's so many positive, wonderful people that you can associate yourself with. So like choose your tribe wisely on social media too, because it's going to impact how you think, how you show up. And like, truly like they do kind of become like your five people you hang around most. Like you kind of become like them, right? Yeah. Cause you're in that energy. So choose wisely. And also just on that note, aside from social media, you can go sign up for whatever, like daily ohm, Abraham Hicks, any positive people, they've got a newsletter, they've got a daily quote they send out, yeah. whatever you can filter in that's going to pop up and be positive to counteract anything going on your day is great. Um, but yeah, and I mean, again, I think the social media benefits are really wonderful. So it's really important to just pay attention to this other stuff because it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. So. All right, yeah, guys. I, thanks so much. Um, oh, so did you want to say something else? I was just gonna say, we just wanted to open up this conversation not saying we have all the answers, but just wanted to, to, yeah. to open that up. Cause I think it's interesting to examine since it's going to be such a big part of all of our lives and our kids' lives. And I think honestly, the thing it boils down to the most is boundaries and self-accountability. So I think that's where most of us can go and, and focusing, you're right, exactly right. Focusing on the good and the positive and how we can bring that into our lives and use it as a tool to do that instead of allowing it without boundaries to become this like out of control machine that takes over our lives and causes a bunch of negative out fallout. So, right. And I guess one thing to just, I'll finish it off. And this is probably stating the obvious, but I think we've all seen if you're thinking about committing a crime, don't post that shit on social media. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, uh, yeah. So, you know, here's the thing too. Unfortunately, we are living in this world where every employer 
that you're ever going to work for ever in your entire life is going to look at all of your social media. So true. This is really, really important, guys, because do you really want something to fuck up your entire career based on a maybe even misimpression of something you posted? This is something to be really aware of because people have really come into this. They have gotten fired and or not hired because of something. So if you're going to be the contentious, whatever, have an anonymous freaking account. Okay. If you're going to be that person and be the nasty one, <laughs> but then just don't be your own name. Then save yourself. You know, I'm helping you. Um, or, or if you, you know, or, or don't do it at all. Cause you're an asshole. Just stop it. But, but if you are going to be that person, I get it. Or if you're in politics and this is your thing and you're constantly, that's great. Be careful what you say. What'd you say? If you're going to be a troll, be a real troll with an Be like alias. a really good sneaky troll. Don't <laughs> post photos of you in front of storming the Capitol building, you dumbass. So like, that's really like, so be careful on all that, but also just what you're yeah. saying, everyone can take a screenshot of. It's there forever. Please tread lightly because I don't yeah. want, and especially to the young ones out there, please be careful guys. Because yeah. in hindsight, you're going to look back and go, God, I was dumb. I shouldn't have done that fucking post when I was 17. Think about it now. Everything you write is for everybody to see. Future boyfriends, future teachers, future everybody can see it. So that was sort of an obvious statement, but I wanted to end it with that. And then everyone else, we love uh, your thoughts. We love when you share what kind of episodes you want us to do. We've taken a couple of uh, those suggestions and made episodes out of them. You can go to kickasslifepodcast.com where we have all of the episodes and also a great reading list on mindset and health, some of our favorite books, and we keep adding to it as time goes by. And then of course, on social media, coach Tara Garrison or me underscore L Russ. Uh, we're both very active on Instagram for the most part, more so than the others. So yeah, write us a DM and uh, like subscribe. And please, if you have a moment and you've been enjoying our podcast, please go to Apple and write a review. We would love it. 